Folks, Nick Saban tried to tell the people. He tried. But sometimes people just don't want to listen. He tried to tell you if you make it about the poor or the rich will only get richer. But sadly, people just did not want to understand. Anyway, TGIF people, it's Friday. You're rocking and rolling with the hottest show out the oven in the streets and the bakery around the corner at your elementary school, high school, wherever you may be checking us out. Whether it's your iPhone, iPad, tablet, television, doesn't really matter. You're rocking and rolling with the bad gang right here. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, my man John Ivory M. My own words, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, bringing you the show from the magic city of Birmingham, streaming this to you on YouTube. Speaking of the channel, stop what you're doing right now. Smash that subscribe button. Get your friends, get your family members, diehard Bama fans, casual Bama fans to subscribe because if you're feeling the content, guess what? They will also. Don't forget to leave a like as well. Hit that thumbs up. Like, gang. Let's get this thing moving. Let's get this puppy right now to 50 likes. We appreciate you, the Tide fan base, making this your show, your network, your channel platform space to talk bama we also got you here on facebook and twitter as well streaming to you the show don't forget turn all of those post notifications on hit that little notification bell so you miss nothing absolutely nothing when it comes to your bama program folks we got a lot to get into tonight a lot of conversation nick saban is basically telling you i got a four by 100 meter relay team on the football field Speed, 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 and more speed. And U.S. fans can be a part of the conversation by calling 205-448-1358. Blow those phone lines up. Hold nothing back. We want to hear from you. 205-448-1358. And one more time, 205-448-1358. That daily super chat goes $75.00. Daily Super Chat Go. We already got Matthew Shelton in the building with that 999 in the Super Chat showing off right there. Appreciate Matthew showing us that support here on the show. And, John, we're going to dive into the first topic of conversation because, like I mentioned, Nick Saban tried to tell the masses, if you make this about the portal, the rich will get richer. It's not going to be fair. The big schools will only continue to increase and Saban said hey if you want to play hardball I will play hardball with you and here comes the seven-time national champion pulling out his fifth name from the portal this offseason by the way of Tyler Harrell the explosive speedster transfer elite receiver from Louisville gave his yes gave his commitment gave his services to the Crimson Tide today on social media, I got to shout out my sources. My guys do an incredible job. It is scary how accurate these dudes are. I mean, they are so vetted inside the program. They had this thing sourced down to the stubs. It, it, it was that scary. I had, I had guys telling me, hey, for weeks, people were telling me, Steven, he's coming. Harold is coming. Don't worry about it, bruh. Be patient. Bruh, bruh, is coming. Just hold your popcorn. He coming. And then the A-Day game, I had, a peop- I had a few people there inside the stadium that got a picture of Harold. They told me, Steven, he fell in love with Bama. He loved the stadium. He loved the environment. Fans showed him a lot. They showed him a lot of love. He's coming to the Crimson Tide. And people have been waiting for this update for quite some time now. It happened today. Tyler Harrell giving that commitment to Coach Saban and Bama from the transfer portal. Now he joins uh, Jameer Gibbs, Jermaine Burton, Eli Ricks, and Tyler Steen. And uh, what's crazy here is uh, Harold has a different kind of speed. He has a faster first step than Jamison Williams. As, as great as J-Mo was, and J-Mo was awesome, Harold has an even faster First step, and in a run-heavy offense for the Cardinals, I believe their running back had, what, 20-plus rushing touchdowns over, you know, 
1,000 yards rushing a season ago. Uh, Harold, 18 catches, 523 yards, six touchdowns, averaged near 30 yards per catch at 29.1. So even in a run-heavy offense, this young man from South Florida, still elite top-end speed, elite breakaway speed, can separate from 0 to 60 with the quickness away from defensive backs, really good routes, really, really good hands, can just go, go, go. If you go back and you watch his tape on this past season, you will see exactly what I'm talking about. In high school, Tyler Harrell, 10-3-5, 100-meter dash speed, that's fast. In high school, 4-4-1, 40-yard dash time. During the, the pro day that Louisville had last year, or prior to last year, Harrell was timed 4-2-4 in the 40-yard dash. And now it's being reported the brothers running a 4-1-9. It's insane. Running 4-1-9 40 times. So Coach Saban is not messing around. And uh, he's getting the top 1% from the portal. He's not getting just any old body. He's getting the top 1%. When you talk Harrell, Burton, Gibbs, Ricks, top 1%. You can even throw Steen in there to some extent. But he's getting the best of the best. When you talk about the NCAA transfer portal, and I mentioned this before with Harrell now coming in, this group of wide receivers it's literally a 100-meter relay race here. When you talk Jermaine Burton, who at the best, 4-3-7-40. At his worst, 4-4-2-40. That's still pretty fast right there. Then you got Christian Leary, 10-5, 100-meter uh, dash speed. He had a really strong A-Day game. Then you add in a Tyler Harrell, who's got his speed that we've already been discussing. Then you got guys like JoJo Earl and... And, and Ja'Cory Brooks and Trayshawn Holden and Tyu Jones-Bell. And in the summer, here comes Isaiah Bond, Kobe Prentice, all of this speed on the field. Saban is making sure he is not caught in a situation where he does not have that elite game-changing speed there on the field. And Bryce Young is about to go stupid. He about to go cray-cray throwing the football. I mean, he went stupid last year. But he's about to go S-T-O-O-P-I-D, stupid, in the passing game with Tyler Harrell in here getting the football to that young man. So it's going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic to see this. And going back to Coach Saban, I continue to say this. The national championship game back in January against Georgia, when Jamison Williams went down with an injury, and Saban looked around the bench, and he did not see a guy that had the same type of explosive elite separation from defensive backs that Jamison had. And in the back of Coach Saban's mind, he thought, I am never allowing myself to be put in that situation again. That is why he is stockpiling speed at the receiver position, so that way all over the field he can have Instant offense all over the field. This was big. Uh, Tyler Harrell giving his yes to the Crimson Tide. Once again, been knowing this for some weeks now, but the news is out. The news is here. And looking forward to seeing what that young man does in the summer, uh, coming in for summer workouts, fall camp, and in this upcoming season. But we take our first break on the show. Don't touch that down. We're just getting started. When we get back... We go on the phone lines to grab your calls, your thoughts, your chats, your interactions. How do you feel about the news of Tyler Harrell coming in from the transfer portal via Louisville? We'll talk to you, the Bama fans, after this. You're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith, brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace today by visiting weownthefourthquarter.com. Throw them foes up. I'm Malachi Moore, and you're watching In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith on Touchdown Alabama YouTube channel. Nine players have teamed up and released the Alabama team paper. 
which is a video yearbook they put out for sale direct to fans. Now, for the first time, small dollar purchases from the fans can support the players as a group as well as a great cause because $1 of every subscription payment is donated to the Boys and Girls Club of America. Be a five-star fan base and support your team and a great cause with Team Paper. Check it out at teampaper.com slash Alabama. Remember the taste of Grandma's delicious sweets? Emily's Heirloom Pound Cakes brings back those precious memories with just one bite. Each cake made from scratch. They make the perfect dessert to share with family and friends for any occasion and... Ordering is easy. Visit Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Click the online store and shop. Then pick up your fresh cake at the kitchen in downtown Homewood. Order yours online at Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes.com. Emily's Heirloom Poundcakes, making memories from scratch. All right, y'all, we're back at it again from the break number one show. Hottest ticket you're going to find. Talking your crimson tie on a Friday, TGIF edition of the show. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith, my man John Ivory Studio, Touchdown, Alabama Magazine, in my own words for right now, 36 likes. Get this thing up, 50 likes here. Smash the like button. Hit that subscribe button. Make this your place right here to talk Bama football. But right now, we go to the phone lines to grab your calls. The call segment is brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. But I'm going to call in to let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. We take this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. This is I'm Robert from Mobile. Rob, what's happening, brother? Yeah, didn't uh, Nick Saban warn people years ago that, hey, is this really what you want college football to be? I mean, <laughs> and, he did. He, he did. <laughs> and now you're saying, okay, you said you wanted this way, so now here I, here I am taking your best players away from you. Uh, yeah, this is just going to continue to be the thing for it until he leaves Alabama. It's, you know, hey, if you're not working out at this school, hey, come on, go to come to Alabama maybe, and win a championship. Hey, if you're a right tackle, uh, your left tackle, hey, why are you going to lose to Louisville when you can come to Tuscaloosa and win a championship? Then that becomes a dumber and dumber question for these kids after a while. It's like, hey, yeah, why do I want to spend my time losing here when I could be winning there? And the track record has been who gets gets you in the NFL better and quicker, Louisville or Alabama? Uh, I mean, it's just going to turn to, him, to the rich getting richer. And, of course, Louisville, I went to South University of South Alabama here in Mobile, and Louisville will probably end up taking some of the best players from the University of South Alabama. It's going to trickle down to where small schools like mine, uh, the school I went to just, you know, got really – are just in foot in football just to, to have something to do on Saturdays, which and no realistic chance of maybe ever even advancing at all to even become as good as Louisville in the future. But he he did warn that hey, is this what you want college football to be? And here it is, and uh, with the name, image, and likeness, it's just going to make the uh, larger, richer schools uh, fatten themselves even more. And uh, Saban is getting prepared. For the Texases and the Oklahomas, who have deep pockets as well, boosting their rosters and maybe taking some Alabama players. But right now, it's almost looking like he's putting together a dream team of uh, talent on 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 the Alabama squad because again, he's able to pluck some of the best players from other teams, and with you know players able to change or switch school as quickly as they do, uh, he's able to accomplish this even quicker. So he didn't warn you all, is this what you want college football to be? And, of course, people was poo-pooing it as if he was afraid of something. <laughs> Nick, uh, Nick Saban, that's just another challenge for him to overcome. Like he always kind of say, people ask him, when are you going to retire? And he says, hey, it, it, it keeps changing. I, I can't get bored with it because it keeps changing. And now this is another challenge that Nick Saban is going to show you that he's going to overcome and beat you at it, and that's going to keep him in the game even more. Now, you throw another challenge his way, that's going to make him stay even more, see if he can overcome that challenge. So keep it up, college football. He keeps warning you, and you keep going, and, and you keep trying to do things to slow him down, and he keeps warning you he's going to beat you with them. 
Absolutely. Appreciate my man Robert from Mobile. They're starting us off with that call. Absolutely. We take this call. Here you're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you're calling from. What's going on, Steven, man? This is Jared from Buffalo, New York, man. And first of all, uh, road time. And second of all, man, I love this move by uh, love this move for by Nick Saban by getting a cat like Tyro, uh, like a uh, like Harold, man. Absolutely phenomenal move. You're talking about a speedster that averaged 29 yards per catch on 18 receptions. Um, absolutely phenomenal. And it's not like it was just in garbage time situations. He pretty much did it in almost every single game except for two. One of them being that he caught it. You know, he caught like uh, four passes and averaged 19 yards per catch. The lowest was 11 yards per catch. So you're talking about a guy in a, in a, in a very run-heavy scheme that Louisville ran, still able to acquire that production, and, and you can still make the argument that he was heavily underutilized at Louisville. So it's only going to make Alabama a lot stronger in the receiving department. Um, the fact that you can get you can get, you can have another receiver that can stretch that that that, that, uh, that can stretch the defense, stretch the field, absolutely phenomenal, and it's only going to make Alabama uh, scarier. And, uh, again, you know, if, if Alabama can just get the offensive line straight a little bit, I, I know we added steam, but, you know, Bryce Young was the fourth most sacked quarterback in the nation. So if we can just get the offensive line settled down, we have the skill position players, we got the running backs, the receivers, we have our tight end and, and Cameron Lab, so maybe we can add some depth there a little bit more. But Alabama's, for the most part, the offense looking dynamic and looking like it's going to be one of the best offenses in college football once again. Absolutely, absolutely appreciate that call right there. And, and just getting back, and before I get to my point here, we take this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Steve, what's up with you, man? This is your boy Jay from San Jay, what's happening, big man? Uh, I, I'm coming to uh, – what what the kids say? Uh, I'm coming to cap again. Because guess what? They ass grass, Steve. They know the championship coming on home to the tide. We didn't got Harold. We didn't got another speedster. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't know what we're going to see on Saturday. I mean, uh, 77 points, is, is that is that too much to ask, Steve? I mean, it's not too much to ask, but you know what? I, I will run that by Bill O'Brien. <laughs> man, speaking of Bill, what, 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 he, what kind of excuses we going to get him this year? Because he, he has no excuses. He can't use that offensive line because you got too much speed. You, you got people that can get down to the field in two seconds. You ain't got to block that long with the speed we got. So so all of that, that's an excuse. Pete, he, he can go ahead and throw all his excuses. Of, oh, I had freshman linebackers and all that old bush wash. Go on, throw that out the window because this should be the greatest Alabama team we ever saw, defensively and offensively, man. You know, See, I just feel like that. Hey, 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 Jay! All I want, all I want this year, Coach Saban to get Bill O'Brien on the field, get him out the booth, put him on the field, and, 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 and Pete, and Pete, be a little more creative with these defensive monsters we got. I mean, we we talk about the three-headed monsters, but uh, 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 uh what's his name? Uh, Quindarius Robertson and, and Alexander, they popped off the screen off the edge too. They did. There's no reason they did. why they shouldn't be in the game. There's no reason why we shouldn't see a package where we saying, okay, it's 30 to 15. I'm going to just put all five of y'all out there. Y'all got five people to block. I got five people to come at your ass. But I'm sorry, true. Steve. Roll time. I love y'all. I love y'all. Roll time. Appreciate Jay from Sheffield calling. It. I mean, good point. You got to get more credit what you got there. We take this call here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hi, this is Cece Payne. I'm calling from Atlanta, Georgia. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I cannot complain. It's Friday. I, right, right. Yeah, we've been waiting for Friday. What's on your mind right now? You know, I, I think because I live in Atlanta and just like a lot of the hate from, you know, like the Georgia fans. And I've been around this like for years. My uncle played for Bama many years ago. But the more and more I just look at our team now and like how we progress, it's really making me think of our 09 team when we beat Texas in the national championship game. I think that's when we had like Javier Arenas, Rolando McClain, Terrence Coney. I mean, we were stacked. And so the defense 
really reminds me of that. At, at least that's what I'm seeing right now. So I think if the O-line gets it together, I think we'll be fine. And honestly, I think we will have it together. I think the A-Day, that was just a snapshot. You never really show people what you really have, you know, going on. So I think that was just a glimpse. Uh, but I think based on how we ended the season last year, we did make some changes on the O-line as far as like the, um, I guess, like the tackles and the guards. So and we did see some improvements. So I think we're going to be good. Um, you know, I'm just waiting to celebrate another national championship. Be kind of lost her right there at the end, but definitely – agree with the points that, that she had to make. I like this defense for the season. Does it have kind of that same hunger? Does it have that hunger of the old 9 defense? I think it has a little bit more hunger than the old 9 defense. I think Will Anderson and these guys are ready to get after it. I know people want to see the offensive line look better. I believe in Eric Wolford. I think Coach Wolford is going to have this group right. But getting back to a point that I was about to make on uh, Jamison Williams and Tyler Harrell, People forget, J-Mo in his final season at Ohio State before he transferred, what he had like nine catches for 154 yards and two touchdowns, and people were like, well, there's no way he's going to pop off at Alabama. He didn't do nothing at Ohio State. And when he comes to Alabama and J-Mo in one season pops off, 79 catches, over 1,500 yards and 15 touchdowns. Tyler Harrell had more numbers in his last season at Louisville than Jamison Williams in his last season at Ohio State. So, Harold's about to pop off. This young man's about to pop off. And Coach Saban, he loses players to the transfer portal, but they're not the top guys. They're the guys that, unfortunately, get buried on the depth chart. But then Coach Saban goes into the portal, pulls your best guy from you, and beats you with your best guy. This is some Godfather stuff type stuff type right here. This is some Tony Montana stuff right here. So this, this is what Saban is doing when it comes down to the portal. And he mentioned this before. If you make it about this, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to play hardball. But you know I'm about to play hardball right with you and show you that this is not going to conquer me. We're going to go to this call right here. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. Hey, Steve. My name is Jack. I'm in Savannah, Georgia. Jack, what's happening? Long time Alabama fan. Yes. I'm an Alabama fan. I mean, guess what? I've been fighting you both off ass basically my whole life. Forget him off of that. You call Nick Saban the right name, the Godfather. Anything that comes his way, he might don't like in the beginning, but he he used everything to his advantage. I think we're gonna we're gonna have one heck of a defense. Will Anderson in the back of my my back of my neck of my words, he gonna win the Heisman, man. He's just that dominant. I mean, I never seen anybody that dominant since Derek Thomas. The man cannot be stopped. It's it's unbelievable. But I'm gonna enjoy the rest of your show. And, brother, here in Savannah, we still roll tide. Absolutely. Jack out of Savannah, George, with that call right there. He's got Will Anderson winning the Heisman. So put that down, John. Jack's got Will Anderson taking the Heisman. He should have been in New York last season. And I digress from that statement, but I think Will's going to make that appearance in New York this up this upcoming season here in the fall. Quick topic here. Tua Tungvaloa is ready to turn up. In his third NFL season, I mean, if you look at Tua now versus the Brian Flores era of Tua, Tua just looks so much happier, so joyful, so excited, so ready to prove people wrong. I mean, Mike McDaniel has invested so much in Tua. He said, look, kid, you're the man. We're going to make you a star. Tell me what you need me to do. You want weapons? We'll get you weapons. You want offensive linemen? We'll get you offensive linemen. Whatever you need, we're trying to make you a superstar. And Mike McDaniel has went out there and done it and will still continue to add more pieces as we look to the NFL draft, which is next week. So of all the criticism that's been hurled at Tua, oh, he's about to make people eat it in this upcoming season. I am so pumped to watch the uh, – 
coconuts and pineapples be slung over the field in Miami and other places in the NFL where Tua is concerned. But guys, shout out Jamie Wilhelm with that 499 in the Super Chats. Appreciate the love coming from Jamie. We're going to go to a break right here, folks. When we get back, we'll dive into one Nick Saban and why I feel like NIL will be another thing that he conquers and keep and that will keep him on top of college football. We'll talk about that after this. You know what we do at the start of the fourth quarter. We throw them foes up. But now, you don't have to wait until the fourth quarter. Get your four-finger bling necklace at weownthefourthquarter.com. It's the first and only logo that captures the essence of all Crimson Tide players and fans as we represent the legendary Alabama football fourth-quarter dominance. Get your four-finger bling necklace right now at weownthefourthquarter.com. Get yours today and stun on them haters. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. All right, folks, we're back in from the break on a Friday TGIF edition of the show. In my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Got the man John Ivey riding shotgun in the production studio doing his thing from behind the scenes. And appreciate you, the passionate Bama fans, checking us out on today's show at 73 likes. You guys have been tremendous. Let's get this thing up to 100 now. Hit that thumbs up. Smash the, the like button. Make this your show, your network pla- uh, ch- platform, channel, and space to talk Bama. But we're getting it out. Coach Saban. Coach Saban and uh, the new challenge he has in college football, that being name, image, and likeness, or to put it shortly, NIL. The new challenge here for Coach Saban. And I feel like he is going to dominate this challenge. He is going to conquer this challenge. And I know that he and two other, you know, old school style coaches have had uh, some things to say about NIL when you discuss Saban, Dabo Sweeney, and Mac Brown in North Carolina. Yeah, they've had some things to say about it. We'll like for it to be more, reg- uh, more regulated. We'll like there to be more of an oversight when it comes to, you know, NIL and a question that you know some people have, and this was actually brought to my attention by our outstanding COO, Mr. Brandon Williams. So appreciate Brandon bringing this to my attention. One of the questions that is being talked about is, will NIL, for the new NCAA rules involving NIL, will it force a lot of old school head coaches to retire just due to the strain and the stress that it puts on you seeing how college football is becoming a different game more and more than ever before. You are seeing these young coaches, these up-and-coming guys, they have found ways to maneuver the NIL and work with it and make it you know, work for them and creating a culture where you can have it all at their respective programs. Like that T.I. song, baby, you can have whatever you like. That's what these coaches are doing, trying to create that culture that atmosphere for these players and you think will the old school coaches be able to to deal with that uh, Dabo Sweeney has been adamant about the NIL Mac Brown has and of course coach Saban has but I feel like the difference with coach Saban his mentality will not allow him to crumble and the resources at the University of Alabama that the program provides will not allow him to crumble Nick Saban is 70, but the way he gets around doesn't speak 70. His mindset does not speak 70. He has the sharpest mentality 
of anybody I've, I've seen and been around. So it's, he's not going to allow himself to be conquered by NIL. When I look at this, challenges keep Nick Saban younger. When there's a new challenge in college football, he attacks it. And ever since he's been at Alabama, going back to 2007, the game has thrown some obstacles at him, but he's always seemed to master them. Number one, when, when he first got here, he was told, hey, Nick, uh, it's going to take you six years to win your first national title. Nick goes, okay, I see you. I'll win it in half the time, <laughs> which he wanted in half the time. I mean, heck, after the 2008 season, folks were like, oh, man, something going on in Tuscaloosa, something going on in Bama, Nick Saban cooking something up. What's going on down there? Like, he had Bama popping after the 08 season. And then, you know, another challenge was, well, Saban's not going to be able to recruit Alabama at the highest level. Oh, no, that's not going to happen. And Saban starts bringing in number one class after number one class after number one class and developing those guys. So then they go, you know what? Let's make it harder on Saban. Let's split the recruiting periods up so that there is an early period in December and then the traditional period in April. That'll mess them up right there. And he has adapted to that. Then they go, okay, okay, well, we'll take Saban's coaches from him. They have the secret sauce. Maybe if we take his coaches from him, he'll die off in. He loses coaches, re-ups, upgrades, gets better coaches, still winning. Then people go, okay, okay, transfer portal. This is where it's going to hurt him, transfer portal, because Nick Saban will lose people too. Nick Saban loses players, but it's not the 1%. It's the guys that are getting buried. The one percenters are remaining in Alabama, and then Saban goes into the portal and takes your best guy and beats you with your best guy. So every single challenge, he's conquered it, and I feel like that has equipped him to handle NIL. I think his mindset with the businesses, the foundations, the third-party people that want to help Alabama with the NIL I think that is going to really help Nick Saban in getting through this thing as well. And on top of that, I think the quality of players that Coach Saban recruits having not just the skill set and the athleticism and the ability to play ball on the field, but also the mindset, the hunger, the determination, the work ethic on the field and off the field, and the character. Saban is so big on getting character guys. And these are the guys that say, it doesn't matter what the NIL does. I'm here to work. I'm here to grind. I'm here to ball. I'm here to do my job, regardless of what my position is. Knowing that if I do my job, everything else will pretty much take care of itself. So for Coach Saban, his mentality, his mindset, his sharpness, brain power here, and the resources that lie at the University of Alabama will not allow NIL to conquer him. And all that Saban's been through has equipped him to handle this right here. So I think Coach Saban's going to be just fine. Here's another challenge that may keep him around Alabama for another 10 years or so. But we're going to go to a break right here, folks, from the show. Don't touch that down because upon our return, we jump back to the phone lines to grab your calls, your thoughts, your conversations. Bring them in right after this. Don't touch that dial. Call in right now as we're taking your calls up next on In My Own Words with Stephen M. Smith. Brought to you by We Own the Fourth Quarter. Visit weownthefourthquarter.com now to get your four-finger bling necklace. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is Marvin Constant, all-SEC linebacker and 1999 SEC champion. You are listening to In My Own Words, brought to you by Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Roll Tide. Every sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care in support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Look at all these great players at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. Man, wait till I turn up this year. I'm going to be on the front cover. 
But what if Will goes off? Or Joe, DeMarco, Chris, Tim, Christian. Don't wait. Order now at touchdownalabama.com or call 833-483-2624 today. All right, folks, we're back kicking it here again on a Friday TGIF edition of the show from the break. Number one ticket for your Bama football news. In my own words, George truly, Stephen Smith, touchdown. Alabama Magazine, my man John Ivory in that production studio. Appreciate you, the Bama Nation, liking the show, hitting subscribe. We got these super chats. Tobias Brookins, my brother off that West Coast. We're talking Fresno, California, eh? with that $100 donation in the super chats. And then right behind Tobias is McConnick will not be outdone. He dropped in a Ben Franklin of his own. $100 right there. So that daily super chat goal of $75 has been met. Appreciate you, the outstanding fans, you, the family of Crimson Tide Football, helping us out right here. We go to the phone lines to grab your calls. The call segment is brought to you by the Blue Wrench Gang, 205-448-1358. Number to call in, 205-448-1358. We grab this call. What's going on? You're live on the show. How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from? Hey, Steven, man, I'm feeling great. Happy Friday to you. This is uh, Joseph from Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, just wanted to say, Stephen, man, you hit it right on the head, man. That, that Nick, uh, Nick Saban is not going to let this uh, NIL get him. Uh, he's going he's gonna to take it to wherever he wants. But you know what I'm hearing out here uh, in Arizona is I'm hearing all these people that are – criticizing the NIL. They're saying it's going to be a downfall to, you know, to the programs out here in the Pac-12 and things like that. Well, you know what? Let it be. Because you know what? If they focus more on their programs and got their programs up to par like the rest of the SEC, we wouldn't have this conversation. Because players want to play. They want to be in a program that will that will help them to excel to the highest level of football. And they're not going to get that at these mediocre schools. They want to go to places like Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma, you know, those big schools that are going to help them excel in, in, their, in their profession. This is what they do for a living, and this is what they plan on doing for a living. And for these schools to sit here and criticize uh, Nick Saban for, for taking advantage of this and for Alabama take, taking advantage of the NIL and the, and the, and the transfer portal – so be it. Let them. You know, Saban warned them about this. This is what would happen. And, and let them take a piece of their own medicine, you know. So. Absolutely. I appreciate that call to my man Joseph out of Arizona. And uh, I, I say this. If it, it's, it's one thing if another team benefits from the transfer portal in NIL. But if Alabama benefits, then it becomes a detriment because why does Alabama have to always benefit? Coach Saban told you. He will play hardball if you want to play hardball, and he's playing hardball. He's just doing it better right now. But we take this call. You're live on the show. What's going on? How we feeling? State your name and where you calling from. How's it going, sir? This is Tobias out here on the West Coast. Well, it's not the coast, but it's Central California, Fresno, man. How you doing, sir? Doing great, my man. What's going on with you? Oh, uh, nothing, nothing, man. How's it feel to be a star, sir? <laughs> I'm, look, look, hey, if it feels good to Boz, but the heart of me, man, I'm just Steven talking Bama football. Yes, yes, sir, and that's what I, I speak for myself. That's what I love about you, man, and I hope everybody else is is doing their part that when you love content, please push it out. Please share it. Do your likes and all of that. Um you know, and I do it for any show that I like, but, you know, I have a, a particular affection for for TDA, and so I just want all of you to, to kind of peep my, my guy Steve's game out this week. So, uh, you know, coming off a of resurrection weekend, our Lord got up. I was excited, of course, preached some great messages. But, man, when you started making your predictions about Tyler Hill, I was like, Oh, man, he talking bold about it. Like, he said, it's just a matter of days. I said, hold on, Steven. Like, what if he don't actually come? But you were rock solid in your reporting. 
And, man, it just goes to show the integrity and uh, that you do your due diligence. And so I, I, was, I was waiting for the announcement. And to get this announcement, everything you said is just so dead on. When you think about from Julio Jones to Amari Cooper, and then we, you know, we get into the Calvin Ridley and Darius Stewart. And then, of course, the the triplets come in. And and that was pretty amazing, you know, with Rugg, Smith, and, and Judy. And then the, their little brother, Waddle, comes in. And we're just seeing like this, like, wide receiver you which makes you kind of change your whole game. And uh, so this is a, a great a, a great testament to the words of saving. My goodness. And I, I heard, like I heard Joseph talking in the last call, and I agree with him, all these people that want to criticize Satan. In fact, there was this uh, lady on ESPN. She was criticizing Satan and acting like Satan was whining. And I was like, man, I hate when people don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, she clearly has not listened to Saban over the years. All he's doing is warning the whole industry that if you do this, there are some unintended consequences. And this is one of them. And that is the players that can't make it to the first and second string. They are going to, from, from high-tier schools, they are going to end up in the transfer portal. The only ones that are going to be leaving from that first uh, first team offenses and defenses are those who are in a scheme that is not a fit. That's it. That's where Burton comes, someone like a Burton that comes in. You know, somebody said, why would he transfer from, from Georgia? Well, you're in a scheme that's not a fit. You're not gonna get the, you're not gonna get those looks at you enough. Whereas Bryce Young is gonna spread it all over the yard. He's gonna throw for four thousand, five thousand yards. You gonna pick up a thousand, and now this one, the speed, so he gonna pick up a thousand. And I believe the Jacory Brooks and the rest of them, they'll be eight hundred, six hundred, four hundred, or whatever it is. Off to another natty. I will say, I, I, I listened to the shows after this week. I was a busy week for me, Steve, but I, I say this. Everyone that's worried about the offensive line, I'm just telling you, don't. If you look at what Kentucky was able to do, I've always been impressed under Stoops. I've been impressed with Kentucky's line play because they beat you up. So our line will get to that place of beating people up, being nasty, knowing what they're supposed to do, protecting Bryce Young, and guess what? We'll have a run game this year. Now, last thing, uh, Coach, all, I mean, you know, Coach be breaking it down on here. But I went back, I had to. I know it's over with. I know we do spring break, after spring and all that, Steve. But I had to go back and look at the national championship again. Man, we were up in that game. And for people who don't know football, you may not understand that when a player like Jay goes down, it allows for the defense to do things that they otherwise would not have been able to do. So it is what it is. I like our depth. And I love what you're doing with the show. Thank you guys and your team for taking your one show and chopping it up and pushing it out. I, I hope you guys have seen the value in it, you know, I, and I'm loving that you guys listen to us as fans. Man, I'm loving it. Getting those little five-minute bites, it's wonderful. Anyway, with that said, you know, I support the program. Everything, anything I can do, let me know. Roll Tide. Appreciate my man Tobias there for that call, helping us out here on the show. And it's like I mentioned, you know, I was told for weeks that Ty O'Hara was coming. I mean, I, I was told way in advance that he's coming. Be patient. The announcement's going to come. And 
I remember when I was told Tyler Steen was going to come. It was weeks that that was announced, you no, know, to me. And it took a while for Steen to make his decision because obviously he's visiting other schools aside from Alabama. But when Steen made the move to come to Bama and put out that tweet there, making that confirmation, that was big. Same thing with Tyler Harrell. He was visiting other schools with Alabama. But when it came down to the final move, he pushed a tweet out coming to Alabama and will be here this summer to take part in those seven-on-sevens, summer workouts, off-season program going into fall camps. It's going to be fun to watch what this man is going to bring to this offense. We got some big super chats right now. Tom G with that 99-99 in the super chats. Appreciate Tom G. Our own Willie351 with that 777. He's rolling that in here. And then we got we got C we got C we got C Kai. We got C Chai. C Chai with that 50 dollar donation. C Chai with that 50 piece into the super chats. Appreciate the love from all of you showing up and showing out here on the show. But we're gonna go to uh we're gonna go to our topic here. We got a second topic brewing it, brewing this in here. So this this topic here will go to the uh oh yeah, we'll go to the uh the warning, uh the the, the Saban warning. So Coach Saban, going back to that, going back to that transfer portal, there's a clip that's circling around social media now, and I know we got that on the Touchdown Alabama Facebook page also, but just the eight, the clip of Saban just talking about how if it becomes this, everybody is not going to benefit. The main teams are the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the, uh, the, the Georgias, the Clemsons, a lot, a lot of the major programs are going to benefit from this, but not everybody that's going to benefit because at the, at the end of the day, players want to go to a place where, number one, the scheme fits and they know they can play. Number two, they can compete for individual accolades and championships. That's number two. Number three, they're trying to get their name up, their draft stuff up, their value up for the NFL. And then number four, now with this NIL in here, how can I create NIL opportunities for myself? And in Alabama – Saban has that culture where you can have a little bit of everything. You come in here, you put your head down, you work, you have that culture where you can have a little bit of everything. But my thing is, remember how last season, there were, before last season, there were a lot of guys on Twitter that were tweeting, a lot of players tweeting out there on social media. And the moment Jamison Williams got down to Alabama, no tweeting, no social media stuff. He went in there and just took folks' jobs, got on that field, and was big time. This time with Tyler Harrell coming in here, how much tweeting will be done when you look at, here's a young man that's coming, that's going to come in here taking somebody's spot in that wide receiver room. This is going to be some fun competition in the summer. But here we go. We got so, uh, hold on. See, uh, oh, see, she, oh, see, she, see, she wrote, see, she with that donation. Appreciate that, John Aubrey. See, she with that donation there, $50. Got to get those names right here, shouting you guys out, our outstanding fans for Crimson Tide football. We go to a break right here, folks. Don't touch that down. When we get back, we get into the things I like about this linebacker room, inside and outside linebackers. I had some moment to think about this. We'll talk about the linebackers right after this. If you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. 
Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $7.95 per month or pay $74.95 for a full year subscription. That's a yearly saving of $20. Go to touchdownalabama.com today and roll tide. Thank you for tuning in. Show your support right now by clicking that like button. If you haven't subscribed, hit the subscribe button now and enable all notifications to make sure you don't ever miss any of the best Alabama football news, notes, and information right here on Touchdown Alabama. We're rocking and rolling, folks. Back in here with you from the break on the hottest ticket you're going to find. For your Crimson Tide, in my own words, yours truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, TGIF Friday edition of the show. Appreciate all of you, the likes, the donations, the call, the engagement, the interactions, the fire, the energy, the enthusiasm coming from you, the outstanding fans here of Bama football. And before we get into the final topic of discussion, got to remind you of TDA, TDAWare.com. That is TDAWare.com. So if you got, if you're looking for all of your swag, sauce, drip, clothing, fashion, style, cultural needs here, we got you taken care of. TDAWare.com. Do your shopping right there. Link in the description. Get yourself set up for summer workouts, preseason camp, and the upcoming season in the fall by getting you that gear, repping your team, showing that support for your team, tdaware.com. That's tdaware.com. Show that support for Coach Saban, the University of Alabama, the student athletes, and us here at Touchdown Alabama Magazine. But as I look at the linebacker room for the Crimson Tide, starting to really like this room. I mean, defensively, the defensive line plays a role because that has a correlation in terms of the championships Alabama has won. Uh, the secondary plays a role in that correlation of championships too because you got to have those lockdown corners and those safeties that are ball hogs. But the linebacker room, uh, I think, is probably the biggest piece to a championship defense at Alabama when you look at the Rolando McClains of years past, the C.J. Mosley's, the Courtney Upshaws, the Dante Hightowers, the Nico Johnsons, the Reggie Raglins, the Reuben Fosters, the Rashawn Evans, the Sean Dion Hamiltons, you know, even down to a Dylan Moses, Christian Harris, though, may not have been as elite as those other names, but those two still helped Alabama undefeated national championship in the 2020 campaign. But this group of linebackers, Starting to really kind of like this group. And for Pete Golding and Coleman Hutzler, your two linebacker coaches, Pete Golding, inside linebackers, Coleman Hutzler, outside linebackers, they've got a lot of talent. they got a ton of talent to work with. ton of talent, ton of experience. Getting these guys in the right spots, right play calls being out there, and having these guys execute effectively and efficiently on the field in terms of communication, Hitting gaps, tackling, coverage, pressure, all that type of stuff. Going to be big here in terms of winning a national championship for this upcoming season. Starting this thing off, Shinri To'o To'o and Jalen Moody. I think these two, if they play consistently well together, this is a championship duo. They play consistently well together. Moody had a good spring game. I think he had like nine tackles or something like that. Henry T had a good spring game. Now, if these two knock people's heads off, these two stuff the run, these two take on blocks, shared offensive line, attack the ball, these two communicate well, these two put others in situations where they can create turnovers, score off those turnovers, then this is a championship duo and a championship defense. But it starts with these two. Henry Toto can't afford to come out of the gate slow or come out of the gate struggling. He comes out of that gate struggling, we could see Jalen Moody at that Mike linebacker position and Deontay Lawson at that wheel linebacker spot. But Henry T, after a good spring game, another year in the system, his second year, firmly understands what he's supposed to do at Alabama. I think To'o To'o will be just fine. But the two guys next up 
Deontay Austin and Kendrick Blackshaw. Uh, these are the two goons next up. You got you got you got Lawson, who's the field general goon, and then you got Blackshaw, who's just the goon stick 'em up goon. Like the guy who will have you at gunpoint goon. Like Blackshaw, like I said, love child of Reuben Foster, Mac Wilson. But keep saying it, because looking at this, do you see how this guy's built? Guy's calf muscles look like looks like an Avenger Transformer out there. Looks like Captain America a little bit out there. But these two are the next two guys up. Lawson, Blackshire, they will get playing time. How much remains to be seen. But they will get playing time. They've made big improvement. But that's just the inside linebacker round. Outside linebackers, this terrible trio of Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, and Chris Braswell. Let me just say a prayer. I feel so bad for opposing quarterbacks in the upcoming series, in the upcoming series season, dear Jesus. I feel bad for opposing quarterbacks because – all three of these guys, or as I like to call them, Will Anderson and his two sons. Will Anderson and his two sons will be destroying quarterbacks in the upcoming season. Uh, there is a package that could be out this year, that will be out this year. And the package, I think it's going to be a modified Dime Rabbits where they'll take Will Anderson, they'll make him a hand-in-the-dirt defensive end, They'll have Chris Braswell playing Jack linebacker behind Will. And they'll have Dallas Turner in his same spot. And they'll have all three go off the quarterback, offensive linemen, quarterbacks. Good luck. I mean, good luck dealing with these two, these three. I mean, you want to talk about the three musketeers? These are the three killer musketeers right here. Now, the stud on the rise in the linebacker room, Jeremiah Alexander, preferably well, extensively an outside linebacker. Alexander had a sack in the spring game. He has championship pedigree coming from Thompson High School in Alabaster here in the Birmingham area. And his bill at 6'2", 260 pounds. He's not the tallest guy, but if you look at how the how his body is compact, you no know, thick build. He's he, he reminds you of Ryan Anderson. Ryan wasn't tall coming from Daphne High School in uh, you know, South Alabama, the you know, Daphne Mobile, that area. But, you know, Ryan Anderson was thick build. Same thing with, you know, a Courtney Upshaw. Courtney wasn't just tall. He had a thick build to him. And uh, that's what Jeremiah Alexander brings. He brings that kind of trunkiness in his build. But he gets after the quarterback. He stomps the run. He can sweep, he can sustain at the mesh point, at the point of attack there. And that's the guy that my money is on, if I was a gambling guy. That's the guy I would have behind Dallas Turner at the strong side linebacker position. Now, Quan Darius Robinson, big Q Robinson, showing his stuff in the spring game. Like him. Keanu Cole, you know, talented outside linebacker. But Keanu Cole didn't play much last year at all, didn't he at all, and was out the entire spring with an injury, so it's kind of rough there on Cole. But of those three, Alexander has the biggest upside. He has the highest ceiling. He's got the most potential. So keep your eyes there on Jeremiah Alexander. But I like the whole linebacker room. And like I mentioned, if these guys play up to their potential, up to their billing, this is a national championship defense. And this is more than likely the number one defense in the country. So uh, this is going to be fun to watch here for Alabama. As always, people, you want the best news, notes, information, coverage, entertainment, you check out, you access the Touchdown Alabama magazine app you download the app from the iphone app store if you're rocking team apple google play store if you got the android phone for your audio needs be sure you can pop you can check out the, you can check out the show on itunes or apple Podcasts, spotify stitcher spreaker google play TuneIn radio overcast.fm or iHeartRadio to listen to the show audio wise uh, remember time fans you can purchase individual copies of touchdown alabama magazine 
have those sent to your door. That will be found in the description. If you're trying to get the fresh edition, print edition of TDA the magazine, you go to touchdownalabama.com. You click join, become a member or a subscriber today. That link in the description. If you're trying to get your hands on the four-finger bling necklace, four-finger bling jewelry, courtesy of our guys that we own, thefourthquarter.com. That link in the description, too. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, people, I'll be back on Monday. Continuing the conversation. We've got ears tied football. I want to appreciate all of you, the Bama fans, for all the engagement, interaction, donations, calls, conversations. You guys have been on fire today pumping me up right now gotta gotta show some love to my man john ivory in the production studio doing his thing as he does three days a week but until next time folks husbands love your wives wives appreciate value those husbands children we made it to the weekend but continue doing the right thing fun thing smart thing good thing legitimate thing to not be bored. Be sure to grab yourself those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. As always, protect yourself. Protect the loved ones around you. Till next time, folks. I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith. You have been listening to In My Own Words. See you Monday.